Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. Welcome to our 17th show of the year, 30 in all, I believe, if I'm correct in counting. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from the Danger Room, where we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News, or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, uh, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network, or find us on their website, popcorntalknetwork.com. How was that? That See, was good. When, that was well done. when Meredith and Koi well aren't here, I can get through it. That's the secret. There's so no, I just need them no to never be here ever again. Yeah. There's no criticism. Of like, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, nameless crowd. Thank you, Ghost Crowd. They're all fantastic. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down. No. Uh, you can follow thank us on you. Twitter at yeah. Marvel News PTN. I know. They're still going, right? Thank you. Uh, yeah. Or you can find us on Facebook, uh, uh, forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, and if you like, uh, if you'll tweet the link out uh, during our show, the, uh, the people at Popcorn Talk Network will retweet you. From the Popcorn Talk hmm. Network, and all those eyes will see you too. Uh, so uh, Jeremy Long is saying that Kissler's off the couch, and he digs it yeah, on the live chat. Uh, I'm at the Matt Key at the Matt Key, and uh, you might notice that we've got a couple different faces with us today. That is because Ms. Meredith Placco is on a, a first anniversary vacation, and uh, the Master Koyjandro is uh, in South Africa at Burning Man. So screw him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, screw her. Uh, uh, and he already, and he saw the movie that we're. Yeah, he saw the movie. Yeah, even though he, he saw he, the movie. He, he initially wanted me to wait until he got back from South yeah. Africa. And then he yeah. found out, oh, they're already showing it here. I'll go see it immediately. I'll go see it a week before my friend. <laughs> oh, I'm going to land and go watch it. Yeah. And then I'm going to flip off all my friends back home. Ha <laughs> ha. Pretty much. Uh, so anyway, we've got Ms. Erica Ishii. You've been on the show before. Yes, I have. And this time, uh, I'm going to be a lot less shy about not knowing some of the comic references you guys are making. So I'm going to be like, what, is, what does that mean? What does yeah, that do mean? It. Explain it to me. That's um, that's fine. Everyone yeah. would fail someone's geek test. So yeah. Really, yeah. It's, oh, it's, yes. like Marvel's not my strong well, suit for the comics. That's fine. So, the the like, only person you know. that would not fail the geek test is Alan Kistler. Yeah. Uh, Alan would pass every person. He, geek he test. wrote the geek test. That's why. <laughs> yeah. uh, he wrote the geek SATs. He went back in time, and wrote the them, and yep. set them down. I have written two trivia books. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> we're still playing that game. Get out. Uh, we also got Justin. You were here last week. Welcome back. Sam. Thank you. Thank uh, hopefully you. Hopefully you'll be back more often because we like having you on. Uh, so, yeah, we've, uh, we're going to jump right into it. Um, uh, unless, is there anything else that you guys want to say before we get rolling? Twitter okay. handle at Sizzler Kistler. Oh, yeah, do that. What's your... Uh, Twitter 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 handle. I don't know that Twitter. anyone uses Twitter. No, you guys don't do Twitter. Get out of here. Uh, Twitter handler, <laughs> handle at Axe4Food. 
Uh, my Twitter is Samurai Erica. That's Samurai E R I K A for the listeners. Oh, that's very nice of you. Yeah, Thank no, you. I'm very considerate. You of are you guys. so considerate. All right, we're gonna jump over to Fox, where we got our first look at one of my favorites, Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can, we, can we get that up so everyone can see it? Look at that. <laughs> it looks so good. And you know, you know what I think is really cool about this. In, in his original introduction, like one of his powers that they they haven't really played with since is that he if he was in the dark you couldn't see him like he blended into the right. darkness really well right and it actually was a power it wasn't just camouflage because they yeah. revisited it in Excalibur yeah because uh, Claremont was writing Excalibur and that was one of his favorite ideas that like Nightcrawler I've always actually, loved that and I've always missed it with him yeah like, he, would, he would literally become invisible if he just had a little bit of shadow on him it was it was very odd and, and and like the fact that he could like bamf into the shadows like that just made yeah, it, it disappear yeah, yeah. That's like really he was, like it's yeah. really cool and like he doesn't yeah. do that anymore so I wonder if in the movie that is going to be one of his powers uh, well I mean, I mean from what you I mean he's just kind of a darker blue so maybe he's just blending into the background yeah this but, is like atmospheric kind of uh, but. Uh, but but that, that was the first thing I thought power. of. I was like, oh, are they going to have a blending in the darkness like they did in Giant Size X-Men number one? Like, probably not. But uh, I got excited about it. So I think he looks great. Uh, we've got another picture uh, later on that we'll show you where he looks like uh, he's a big fan of Michael Jackson's yeah. thriller. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. And the, the and did you watch the, the, the little video the, where he gets, bamps in and bamps yeah. out? Yeah. yeah, so cool. And uh, he like has the the smoke. I will say I was a little disappointed that it wasn't a bamf. It was a different noise, sound. but it seemed like it was just. I mean, it didn't seem like it was part of. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ellen's over it, here it didn't seem it. like it was the, the final <laughs> the final thing by any means. And I, I liked the fact that they made a reference to him bamfing in terms of them putting out the picture and then pulling it from the internet. Yeah. Yeah, really, really cool. I love it. Really, so the marketing for this movie has just been really fun. It, so far, really so far. Fun. And then we've got these pictures. Uh, they, I think, if I remember, if I heard correctly, if I read correctly, they built a mall, like a set. This isn't in an actual mall that they just retrofitted. This is a set that they built. That's an '80s mall. How decadent! Nice. And little mall madness happening. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Jeez. that'd be fun. I mean, it's also a great way to emulate the colors of his classic costume, but yeah. keep the streetwear yeah. look. That was the yeah. thing that Smallville did very nicely several times, where they would have, like, streetwear... Have that color palette yeah, the, the, of the color. So he's, like, and he's he looks, like bounding. I mean, he's the, Marvel the, bounding right the, now. The best oh, thing yeah. is, like, with that yeah. jacket yeah. and his, like, face right there. Like, I mean, he oh, looks he's thriller. like thriller. He's straight out yeah, of thriller. He's yeah. straight Which out of I am not against. Turn around. I'm not. See you scrawled in blood. Well, also... See you next Tuesday. Also, Nightcrawler is... The one most likely to do music video just for fun, which is yeah, because he's such my, a swashbuckler. Yeah, like, Michael was my cool. favorite X Men. Like he was a sword swordsman. He, he's a pirate. He was he was yeah. a pirate yeah. in that miniseries. He was a space pirate on top yeah. of that, and made a great Star Trek reference. And he he was just a swashbuckling performer. He was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I Nightcrawler was my my gateway drug into comics. Like he's the whole reason I was allowed to read. Comics. So what? Because ex- re- yeah, yeah. your parents were like, "Oh, he's religious, so yep. you can read comics." Yep. Nice. Yep. Oh. They were like, "Oh, Nightcrawler's a Christian. He yeah. talks about Jesus." Okay, well, we'll let you read the X Men. <laughs> read the X Men, which yeah. is so full of just sneaky. religious content and so all the other characters. So are, yeah, so religious and and so not wholesome like, and clean. So so not a metaphor for the homosexual community in the modern day. Like no, like a very wholesome Christian message in the X Men. 
So, uh, no, so yeah, I, I have a special place for, uh, Nightcrawl. And, ah, okay. So, okay, I have two things to say about this. Number one, that's awesome. It looks amazing. It's like the Jubilee when she first came out, like with the high waisted jean shorts. The the black jacket is not part of it. No, it's like she's cold and everything. Yeah, Yeah, she doesn't do anything that's not bright colors. Yeah, so the first thing is I'm super excited about that. Second of all, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken that I didn't get to audition for this role because Jubilee was kind of my like entree to Marvel comics. Mm -hmm. My mom got me a little, one of those like novelist of one of the comics of her origin story and so she was the first X-Men that I ever met because she was like, oh, there's a little Chinese American. What, what is Jubilee's girl. origin story outside of she joined the X Men? Oh no, she find her she in was... a mall because she's a mall rat. <laughs> well, they didn't even find her. She just followed because this was the time when the X Men were believed to be dead by the world and they were living in the outback. And they had the mutant gateway who would just give them teleport portals to like yeah. go where the hell they wanted. So they went to the mall because got no one wants to drive to the mall when you no. guys, yeah if you've got a teleport. Have you seen those parking yeah. lots? No, not thank good you. At the mall. Right. So so Jubilee saw these weird but kind of to her mind exotic looking ladies going through the mall and followed them and then saw them go through the teleport portal and followed them through there. Like and then you do. basically hid on the grounds of their then temporary base and didn't in the re- Australian outback right and then didn't reveal herself until there was an adventure where they needed Wolverine, the 4th of July right where, where yeah. Wolverine was alone <laughs> and the Reavers came and crucified him <laughs> and then that's when Jubilee revealed herself she came up and got Wolverine down and the two of them went off together and that started their whole Robin Batman relationship did she save him with fireworks no, no. I mean, she did. She did. did like, she everybody makes fun of Razzle did, Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle. She makes fun of him with vampire She, she does explosives <laughs> out of her hands. That is not yeah. something to laugh at. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. a lot of people and, lose hands yeah. in that situation, and, and, and she does yeah. So, yeah. And they later I mean, there this, are accidents every year where somebody loses a finger over a firework. That, that, well, that's so. just that's evolution. Uh, the the they did go into later about like she lost her parents. That they'd been killed, and like she found the guy that that killed them, and she had this whole debate with Wolverine about because she had like figured out her powers enough to basically cause an aneurysm in someone, and and she figured like, well, I won't be caught. And Wolverine and her had a really serious discussion about is this worth it? And Wolverine even brought up like, yeah, I've killed a lot of people, and I spent a lot of nights like confronting them in my mind. Do you want that? It was a really great story. It's, it's sad that some later writers didn't know what to do with Jubilee. Yeah. So, uh, Jason Lasoya on the live chat is asking, do you guys think they'll find a way to put a sword in Nightcrawler's hands and let him swashbuckle? Oh, absolutely. Even if it's like, I'm going to like grab one off the wall. They love putting in those little references for the fans. Um, and he is a fan favorite and we love the fact that he's a swashbuckler. He's, he's going to be in the mansion or, and pull a sword off the wall or some. Yeah, even if he doesn't do anything with it. I think it'll, or even if he just looks at a sword and is like, that looks cool. I mean, there'll be something. Yeah, there'll be, be something. I think there'll be something. And, and even if it's just like what they did in the first Iron Man with uh, Rhodey looking at the the silver suit and going, next time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like the whole audience went nuts at that. Like that was enough. It's like, oh, he's going to be a war machine. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think they'll do something like that. So yes, Lusoya, we, we hope so. Fingers are crossed for that. Uh, so, but let's go look at uh, the mall pictures now. Like there's been a lot of uh, pictures from the set this week. Uh, can we see, uh, yeah, so that was just tweeted out today. Uh, that's, uh, Jubilee and Jean Grey hanging out at the mall. I like it. 
I think it looks good. I'm really excited about it. It looks fun. I dig it. It looks really fun. Yeah. So, and like the whole younger direction really works. And like, just like seeing them walking around, you can. Also, they're a team. Like, it looks fun. You know? Yeah. The 80s direction, the fact that it takes place in the 80s really works for certain characters like Jubilee. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where her outfit didn't quite translate in the 90s, even. It, It was like someone who thought this is what kids wear. And no, you're you're eight years too late. I mean, it, the yellow jacket's cool, but it would stand out. Yeah. Whereas here, it's like, nah, it's the eighties. Rock it. Agreed, a hundred percent. Like the color palette is just perfect for the eighties. Yeah, and like just all the pictures that, like of the mall that they've shown, like the arcade that they've got, the pizza place, the movie theaters playing Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Well, I mean, the eighties in general are just huge right now. Yeah, like yeah. pop culture reference left and right, remakes. You know, everything. Transformers, GI Joe, yeah. My Little Pony, it's Gem. all back. Gem, um, dude, that comic is awesome. I love the new Gem comic. Yeah. It is I know. So we, ta- good. we talked about it at WonderCon. It is so good. Uh, I also, I, I gotta say, someone suggesting that for Jubilee, the theme music be Katy Perry's Fireworks. <laughs> but it would have to be an 80s version of it. For the I, movie. I would so be like, up with for a lot that of cover. Synth. I would be yeah, up for that cover. Really I would be okay. someone, yeah. Somebody make that cover right someone now. Someone make that cover right now. Yeah, if we have, if we have any musicians, uh, musician fans, let's, uh, go for it. And then somebody match it up to the 90s cartoon, do a little music video yeah. for us with Jubilee. The fireworks. I, I would love to see that. That would be great. Um, oh, yeah, we've got the theme. I haven't heard that in a long time. Did you ever come up with lyrics for this like my friends and I did? No, I think I just said X Men, X Men, X Men. Here comes Wolverine. Oh, there's Cyclops again. And he's blasting the sky. And there goes the drama. There's been lots of conflict. Yeah. We were nerds. Uh, Total yes. nerds. Everything uh, is better with that music. Everything. It really is. It's, Just, it's like the greatest ringtone, too. Mm-hmm. I have so many friends who have that as a ringtone. Do it. Do it. You guys should get that as your ringtone. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I'm I'm demanding. Demanding. no. You're demanding. No, I, was, I wasn't telling you to do that. Okay, I was telling our fans fine. to do it. I have the Conan O'Brien blimp theme on my ringtone, and it works very... What is the blimp theme? When he got his own show on TBS... To announce it, he got the Conan O'Brien blimp, which is not a very impressive thing, but to juxtapose that, they had the most, like, dramatic, operatic, like, whoa! Like, this, just... What oh, that's you would, funny. You would expect when, like, Batman has destroyed a wall and appears in silhouette, it was that kind of music. Just, like, amazing, dramatic, like, Thor's arrived from the heavens. For a very <laughs> and small it was blimp. just for... Uh, have I heard the metal version of the Conan Blimp theme? No, the X-Men one. Oh, the X-Men no. theme. No, no. no. I, I have it. If you don't mind, if I can look it up and show it to you. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, go, for mine. go for it. It's no, by, none it's none by a mine. German band called Power Glove. Oh, oh I know yes. Power Glove. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I That's wanna, probably I the best thing that. I've ever Someone's heard. Asking uh, if we think there'll be, Someone's asking if we think there will be an 80s music soundtrack for... Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can't especially do the after 80s Guardians. That. Yeah, like the oh, Guardians yeah. really nailed it with soundtracks. They and really did. I think it went platinum, double platinum, yeah. even. It's huge. It was amazing. Like yeah. I immediately went home after seeing the movie and created a Spotify playlist yep. of the soundtrack because yep. luckily yep. all the songs were on there. What? Well, uh, I don't hear it. Yet. Uh, it's not. There it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, you had a lot of guitar in for things like this. Yeah. That's that's pretty It cool. reminds me of like that's Dragon Force. Cool. Yeah. Like, so I like it. 
I like oh it. Oh, God. All right. Uh, no, all right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Okay. Uh, did we? Did we see? Uh, but thank you. That was really epic. Uh, did we see all the pictures? Uh, I know that we've got a couple in there. Nightcrawler, yeah. Jubilee. Oh, uh, let's go back. Uh, Jean Grey and, and Cyclops. How cool is it to see them together? Like, uh, like it's just fun. It's just so it, fun. It, it's nice to see them together again. And like they're all up there. They were like, so happy. They were. And, like you it's see, like, like his, his uh, <laughs> like I already hurt. Like I hurt. Yeah. Just knowing the future yeah. that they have. Like, that's one of the cool things that they've been doing in the all-new X-Men comics is, like, Jean Grey and Scott, when they first get here, they're like, wait, what happens to us? Like, when they first get here from the past, it's so fun. It's, uh, it's always interesting, because, like, I mean, with time travel, we can do, like, they can do whatever they want now. Like, you know, they did the same thing with, like, Star Trek. They did the same thing. With, they're doing the same thing with Terminator now, yeah. where, like, you can change, like, canon. You, like, it doesn't exist anymore. Like, you can just be like, we're going to rewrite whatever we want. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember, like, when the first X-Men movie came out, I was bummed that it wasn't, I mean, I get the Wolverine was, you know, everybody's favorite at that point. But, like, I wanted the original X-Men. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I wanted. Yeah. And I didn't get that. And I was very, like... Really? Yeah. You don't yeah, have, I'm, like... I'm excited to see them as a young team, too. Because, yeah. like, I mean, right now, like, the rumor that's flying around this week is that it's going to be, like, this might be the last of Singer's X-Men, and they're going to reboot the whole franchise yeah, after I was, this. I was reading. But I think that would be a shame, because the, the kids look so good in those roles. Like, I, like, I'm excited to see them, you know? And I hope they get more than one movie to prove themselves it, in those roles, you it's know? It's so. really fun with kids uh, when when they show, like, origin stories like this. You get to see them discovering things, and that discovery is always fun for the audience, yeah. I feel. Um, I remember back in the 90s, there was X-Men Evolutions, and that yeah. was just, yeah. like, what if the X-Men all went to high school together? That and, was, like, that was like, Nightcrawler had, had an image inducer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nightcrawler had an image inducer for a little bit, yeah. but then and he, he said, like, F it, I'm Nightcrawler, yeah. deal! It was really silly and really, really cute. And it was just, they had, like, the prom story and, like, um, just the science fair kind of a thing. And I want to see all of that in live action. Yeah, I kind of want to see that, too. Like, I'm excited to see it. So, anyway, that's the X-Men. Yay! Yay! Yay. Uh, So, heading over to Sony Marvel News, we've got uh, the rumor this week that... Uh, Asa? Is it Asa or Asa? Asa. Asa. Asa? Asa? I think it's Asa, too. Uh, Asa Butterfield is the favorite for Peter Parker. It's just a rumor. There's nothing on See, paper. And like, like Koi said last week, like, I don't trust Koi, any of I, this. So I don't know who There's, Koi is. Oh, there was a guy. He sits. I've forgotten him because yeah, yeah, he went yeah. to you know, Burning Man in South, South Africa, Africa and then he went inside um, Voltron without us. Yeah. Uh, but like, I just, I don't trust anything when it comes to rumors until it's the movie is being shot in yeah. Hollywood because too much happens. I, I tend to burn out a little early if we, if I hop onto rumors too fast. But yeah. in this case, but it's in this case, super special. He's really, he's good in whatever he does. I'm going to be honest, I didn't I, see I, Ender I, because yeah. it looked awful and I just uh, wanted to preserve okay. one of my favorite it. books. It was okay. Yeah. Was it? it? Was it okay? I love the book and the, yeah. the book was definitely better than the movie. Well, but yes. But it was the, a, it was a fun movie, movie was fun. that was like yeah. But but it may have been fun because I went in with relatively low expectations. Low expectations. Right. Yeah. But like all the like I anti gravity mean, battles and yeah. stuff like that was pretty cool. Like, I mean, it was, was yeah, it fun. was all right. I didn't see it in theaters. Like I yeah, I didn't see it in theaters. I mean, I mean, um, Orson Scott Card is just such a problematic human being. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Asa Butterfield. Uh, Butterworth. Butterworth. It's not Butterworth. It's not Butterworth. It's Butterfield. It's, um, uh, so he's, he's talented. He's absolutely. And here's the deal. The talented gives a young actor. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be excited if he becomes Spider Man. You just don't want to buy it. I don't trust that anybody knows anything until it's already done. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I think he looks a lot like it, uh, or a lot like 
the Peter Parker role. Like a, a lot of like, look at the he could be a young like yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. It's one of those things where you know I would prefer it were an older Spider-Man. But yeah, if you're going to go, a lot about right. that. Yeah, right. But if you're going to go with young. I don't we're, mind him. I mean, we're not going to get an old Spider-Man, so we may as well yeah, just exactly. like, yeah. give Which it up. Just and makes just, me sad. Yeah, that train has sailed. Yeah. That, that <laughs> sure has. The train sailed away? Yeah, the, yeah, the was, boat left yeah. the station. Was, you know? was, the, was, the was the last time you were on a train? Was the train put on a boat? last time you were on a train, man. Technology's uh, changing. Wow. I, to be I honest, know the I mean, there is now. the channel, like, you know, from, like, England to France, that train does go underwater. I'm going to go with you on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That train has sailed. Channel? Yeah, channel. Like an yeah, underwater channel. tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a channel. It's the channel. Whoa, there's so much I don't know. That's, that's not, not even that's not even a joke me, part. Like, yeah, joke. <laughs> that's that's actually that's actual real. factual yeah. information. Okay. Well, um yes, I'm excited about him because the Spider-Man that I actually read the most of was Ultimate Spider-Man. That's a great that is, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a great really run. charming where he was young yeah. and yeah. figuring everything sure. out and, and very excitable. It sounds like I love those exactly stories. Like, like, yeah. I love the, the Gwen story in Ultimate Spider-Man, yes. the Venom yeah. story, yeah. which they kind of tried to do last. Like That's how I felt Spider-Man 3 they tried to do whenever they brought in... Um, Spider-Man 3 was just a mess. No, it's bad. I mean, it's, but it's, I felt because they brought in Skinny, it was it was Right, right, right. It was for a more of an ulti- ultimate Spider-Man. Right. Well, they were going for the idea that Venom was actually a reflection of Spider-Man and yeah. not juxtaposed uh-huh. against him yeah. as, as something different physically. You know, and the cancer story and all that stuff in the Ultimate World. I like that. I, no, I thought it was a better origin for Venom. I yeah. mean, Ven- Venom is Venom's a character who is sort of made by committee because so many plans kept changing. And originally in the comics, Venom was going to be a woman. And, and then uh, one of the editors, I forget who decided, well, we want this to be like the new um, uh, arch enemy to replace the the Hobgoblin and the Green Goblin and if Venom's going to be that big a threat, it can't be a woman, no one's going to buy that as Spider-Man's arch enemy. That was the thought. Really? It was, I feel like, uh, yeah. it was the late Women 80s. have been my biggest threat most of my life. Um, so, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But but uh and yeah it was it was going to be a much darker origin where like she had been pregnant and then because of a fallout from one of Spider-Man's fights her husband died and she had a miscarriage and that's why she like blamed Spider-Man so actually in the first couple cameo appearances of Venom where someone's pushing him onto train tracks or something mm-hmm. the reason you only see a hand and silhouette is because they were doing it at the time of the idea of that being a woman and then at the last minute. They changed the idea and everything, and that's why suddenly Eddie Brock shows up as just, well, you proved oh, that a story yeah, I wrote was fake. Man, oh, I'm that so angry. Been so much more compelling. Yeah. That's one of like the, well, the is, lost treasures yeah. of comic storylines. It, it's wow. why Venom works wonderfully once you have him, but the origin story just is not yeah. a good it's not one. Compelling. Until He's Greg Weissman. He's such a good villain. He, Greg Weissman did the best Venom origin and treatment, I think, in Spectacular Spider-Man, that cartoon, where like he, he actually had a history with Peter yeah. and was a yeah. friend of his. It wasn't just in Ultimate Spider-Man where they kind of knew each other. They were friends, and then slowly over that first season, you built up reasons for Eddie to hate Spider-Man and to feel betrayed by Peter. And so then when he finds out they're the same person, it just explodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was so good. It was so well done. So I, I would love, if you were going to go down the Venom idea you go with that um someone's asking if them uh marvel now having a deal with spider-man rights if that means we can see spider-woman as well i would imagine that's a possibility it's a possibility it's not automatic it's not automatic it has to be negotiated right that's the other thing viewers just because it's not that marvel has the rights now they are it's all shared right they are shared so even though marvel can do a spider-man movie now 
you still can't mention Spider-Man in other movies without or, without Sony being involved. Yeah. Likewise, uh, Ben Urich in Daredevil couldn't be from the Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle He's yeah. from the Daily Bulletin. Yeah. So it's it. The, what it is is that uh, Sony still owns the rights. Like they didn't give the rights back. Like yeah. they still own the rights. They license the rights back to Marvel, for which is a these, brilliant like, move. And I'm films. so glad yeah. that they finally because it's like, oh, look, absolutely. guys, do we want to make some money on an okay movie, or do we want to split a lot of money on a good movie, on like an oh, amazing movie? Yeah. Like, How about I do that? Yeah, amazing. let's do uh, let's spectacular do that. movie, if you will. Uh, amazing spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, that's, that's what I think is yeah. going on. And I mean, I, I think it's a possibility to see a Spider-Woman. Well, I know they were, know? they had plans originally for a couple spinoffs, like one was gonna have all the Lady Spider characters, and, and they were talking about having an agent, Venom, with Flash Thompson, but now they've entered into this new ideal, uh, this new deal with Marvel, all of that is up in the air about whether that's gonna happen, or whether yeah. it's gonna mutate into something else that serves the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So, uh, Ace of Butterfield, we like him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I, him. I still I, I like him. I, I really would have liked to have the Miles Morales. Like, and I know early yeah. on they said we're not doing Miles Morales, but it would have been nice. I, I think there's a possibility yeah. that they could make like Spider-Man a legacy in the films and like have Peter Parker go away, die, whatever else, and then bring Miles. But in. we have to get to but, old yeah. Spider. We have to get to old Peter Parker. Like, no, we don't. Like he was, he was young when he died in the comics. I, I yeah. Like I old, said, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I would actually be okay if he died. Halfway through the first movie or during Civil War, <laughs> I love Peter Parker, but I, I, I don't just know think that I want to see such... him die. Like that's gonna, but I, I just don't know like no, if I want. I wouldn't or not. want to see it either, and that's why the death would matter. And then you would have Miles Morales finally be a legacy character in the Marvel Universe. I just think yeah. it would be so interesting to see them go down a different route. Yeah. You know? Oh, I totally agree. It's not that I want Peter to die. Peter was no, my gateway to I'll shut my whore so mouth. so many Peter Parker films. Yes. And that's the criticism. Is but it makes me so But I just one. want a good one. Yeah. Like, I don't mean, so no, you just want them to keep no, trying is, until they get it right. Which is why... No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I get that. <laughs> like, I just want something that I can show my grandkids. So we're just going to keep rebooting this. Spider-Man. You know, rule of three, you know rule of three? This is rule of 300. We're going to keep doing it until we get it freaking right. <laughs> and and we, like suckers, will just keep going until them until they do. Yeah. I will. But uh, I, that, that's my... But yeah, Peter Parker is mine. That's mine. Yeah. Like, he's the one I related to the most because I was like, he's a sarcastic, like, goofball that, like, I love the fact that he's always throwing quips and he's getting the crap kicked out of him all the time. Yeah. Like, he's the... Uh, yeah. So... Dr. Stranger Me Richards, that's who I, like, <laughs> like was with. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. Because I wasn't the sarcastic kid. Yeah, you're the quiet, quiet I'm kid. The, I'm the quiet, smart kid who throws out like yeah. a good joke. I, I was, I was definitely closer in, in high school personality to like Peter Parker on a good day or or Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> just like, really, just like really, guys, really. What the shock? This like, oh no, there were several times when bullies confronted me, and I was like, you're pathetic. This is, but I mean, it's kind of adorable. Go ahead, like that. Was, oh yeah, I got jumped a couple yeah. of times. Uh, I never got jumped, but I think that's also because I was like a foot taller than almost everyone uh, else in school. Yeah, I would say smart aleck <laughs> so. comments and then have to like explain them to the people yeah, that were beating yeah, me up. I, uh, that was always fun. I got shoulder checked by a football player in soccer <laughs> because I would run verbal circles around him in English class. He shoulder checked me into a locker one day and then he went to the mall where I was working at a knife and sword shop and he never what? touched me after that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
You were uh, a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> High school was interesting for so, me. So, Sim, uh, Sim Spencer uh, is asking, uh, do you think Asa could hold down his own with uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. on the big screen? What do you oh, think? heck yes. Well, that's the great thing about it. Yeah. If we're going with young Peter Parker, you can no. put almost anybody against him because he's going to look intimidated anyways. Like, that's yeah. part of the story. Yeah, I, I mean, you can ask that about any actor who's going to be in, in a role with RDJ doing such an RDJ role. Yeah. You know, like, he, he really shines in that. We're also getting a bunch of people asking who we think the villain should be for the, Spidey for the Spider-Man film. film? Oh. Yeah. <sighs> I, mean, I, I want to see I... someone different. I would love to see, I would love to see some, not the whole full Sinister Six, but, but maybe no. a part of it. A couple, a couple, no, like, I would love no. to see Mysterio. I would love to see, I, I like Mysterio. Mysterio would be fun because with you the, could play with, with it and do whatever you want. But that he could, he could be working for yeah. someone big who doesn't necessarily come out. Yeah, and and fight. I mean, Spider-Man, and Osborne's you know. always. I mean, as long as I don't, I don't want Goblin. I don't want Goblin ever again. I, yeah. I am so tired You're of Goblin. Yeah. Out. I, I am like, Gobliner out. I feel like just Please. from a movie making mm-hmm. point of view, we shouldn't have too many villains. And no, that's always been the problem with Spider-Man movies. Such it's a we problem. throw in five or villains, if, or yeah. if we do, just give them one. Yeah. Just give them one to deal with, and have you know maybe one two. at a time. Maybe is two. No, 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 not even. We've seen they can't handle two at a time. Well, also the the problem has been they keep putting in these origins which not only take up too much time sometimes but sometimes seem like they belong to a different movie yeah like Electro seemed like he was in a different movie than than what Spider-Man was Very in true. and when you have things like Osborne or even now you can have the Kingpin you don't have mm. to explain everything away it's just like who are these guys like the Kingpin like hired some genetic engineers and mercenaries and shit oh alright I, I and, think yeah. I think having all those origin stories it takes up too much time. It does. isn't good storytelling, and yeah. it doesn't give viewers enough credit to be invested enough to begin well, I mean, with. And I get that you right. have to. As I get, an, I understand from a movie standpoint, you have to show enough that people who haven't read comic books can understand what's going down. Sure. Right. Like, At the same time, they're entering what they know to be a superhero universe. So yes. if you just you can, you, yeah, I mean, give them some context quickly. Say, like, who's that? He's the vulture. He's one of these weird mercenaries. He's got a flight suit. Let's there fight him. Done. Like, it's, it's, it's like the Incredibles. You know, they never explained where Mr. Incredible came from. Yeah. Where, yeah, where exactly. Elastigirl yeah. came from. They just gave the context. This is a superhero universe. These two have been superheroes for a while. And They're this about is their to get power. married. Boom. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. that they just drop you in like that. And we're willing to do that for cartoons and animated features more than real life. There's this weird thing of like once we're doing live action, we do more hand holding. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we need to. We don't. Yeah. Well, there's more at stake with the film too. I think someone keeps suggesting Spider Verse. I have said before, Ugh, Netflix yeah. miniseries. Each episode show a different version of Spider-Man or Spider-Gwen yeah. or anything. Spider-Man 2099. Then you bring them all as cameos in Infinity War. That would be a dream thing. Do I think it's going to happen? No. No. But were I given money and power within Marvel Studios, something akin to that would happen. Do you, I mean, do you guys see that Koi's on the live chat? What, what are you doing? Koi, what are you doing here? Some one of he the says Venom, Venom and Carnage done have... properly. And don't get me wrong, like like Venom is my favorite like villain for Spider-Man and Carnage is so amazing. Cletus Cassidy yeah. when he shows up in that first comic and that he's in the psych ward or whatever yeah. and he's going to get his shots Dude, and then Maximum he just pulls Carnage out. is still one of my oh, favorites. It's so good. It's so and good. it was the first time I was like, "Whoa, you guys guys went real far on this real yeah, fast. Like that, I think that was the first time I saw someone die in a comic, yeah. like in the nightclub scene. just slashed like, up yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, so I would love to see that. But and like, I mean, the team I, just kept growing, like Captain America joins and then like Cloak and Dagger hop in there and then... I, I loved Maximum Whatever Carter. else so happens, good. there has to be a Spidey Daredevil team up. 
There has to be. Yeah. There, there yeah. has to be. There would be. That would be fun. Likewise, be there needs fun. to be a She-Hulk Daredevil team up. Do you think that the Daredevil universe that they've established on Netflix and the, any of the Spider-Man universes that they've established would mix, though? The Spider-Man universe that they've established in, in the Raimi films, no. No. The Spidey universe Even they established in the last two doesn't have... A un- like I said, like every other scene seems to belong to a different film yeah. Yeah. anyway, and we're not revisiting that. I I think also, but part of what makes team-ups fun in superhero universes is having people who seem to come from different worlds then meet up. That was part of the fun of the Avengers, where you had Captain America meeting an alien with a magic hammer, meeting <laughs> yeah. a rage monster, meeting a man... Who was the son of a guy who we knew who was a scientist, but had just taken sure. that science to a whole oh, new no, science fiction abs- later. Absolutely, right? but just totally, so, the Netflix Daredevil is so different than everything, anything which, else we've seen in the Marvel universe yeah. which so I think, far. Which I think, uh, so there are two ways around that. You can either have Daredevil, like when, when to go into one of my own expertise, uh, Doctor Who. Like, Doctor Who had a couple spinoffs. Uh, Sarah Jane Ventures was mm-hmm. meant for kids. Mm-hmm. Torchwood was meant for adults. Mm-hmm. So there was a general rule Doctor Who, the Doctor could appear on the Sarah Jane Adventures. He would not appear on Torchwood. Torchwood might appear on Doctor Who. Which they did, yeah. And and if so, they'll be in the Doctor's sensibility and world. But the Doctor would never appear in Torchwood. That was just understood. Because one, you just don't want kids watching Torchwood. And two, that atmosphere was so established as darker, and oftentimes if there was a victory, it was so Pyrrhic, you wondered, was this even worth it? And they didn't want to put the Doctor in that because you'd have to deal with the consequences on some action, or you would have the Doctor showing up, Torchwood, so it just wasn't done. So likewise, I could see if you didn't want to deal with Spidey being in a darker world where he felt unsure of himself, which could be an interesting story. If you didn't want to deal with that, then you just have a Spider-Man as the headliner and Daredevil show up and still give them a team-up story, but it's in Spider-Man's neck of the woods, so to yeah. speak. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think it was this week or, or last week that Charlie Cox said he really wanted to be in Civil War to make well, that. Well, I don't know that he's going to be in Civil War, but I do... I mean, they've said that he's going to... All the Netflix kids are going to make an appearance in the Infinity War films. Speaking of, moving on to Infinity War, uh, we found out this week that their shooting schedule will be nine months long. <sighs> and that they will start uh, at the end of 2016, which coincidentally is when Doctor Strange is released. This is at the end of, end of 2016. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. I don't need uh, to say anything. I, I love how they that. were like asking. Um, I forget who they were talking to about. Uh, you know, are you okay with the fact that you've got this shooting schedule? And like Chris ask, Evans, yeah, Chris Evans. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you mean, am I okay with job security for the next nine months of my life? Yeah. I think I might be okay with that. Are you okay with the millions of dollars they're giving you yeah. and like the accolades of all, like fans around the world? Yeah, I don't know. Be okay I'm having with? a hard time with it. Are you okay playing a character that people love and adore and <laughs> has made many fall in love with you, male, female, and otherwise? Nah, I could give it up. I could give it up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Really? No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's their schedule is insane. Yeah. Like, it really is. Yeah, um, and that's an insane shooting schedule. Uh, but going along with that, uh, also Daniel Bruhl uh, confirmed that he is indeed playing Baron Zemo, which oh is exciting. God. I love that actor because... He he's was just, great in he's the Well, in, in, um, in Glorious Bastards, he's like the sweetest, like friendliest guy that you re- suddenly remember is a rapist and a attempted rapist and genocidal maniac. Like, yes. Cause, cause you're like, oh, he's such a nice guy and he's so charming. So it'll, it'll be interesting seeing him in, in that role. I just, I will watch him in anything. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. 
I'm excited yeah, to see that. Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my, my big question is, how is he going to play into that? Because if it's the Civil War, then the antagonists are the protagonists. Like, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, I mean, so Civil like, War he's, is all about... like, he's going to be in the background doing something, right? Like, right. Here's, here's my thought. Humor me, if you will. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's humor you. Uh, Bar- I think Baron Zemo's doing something with the Nornstones, and that's going to lead somehow into Doctor Strange, because he's also rumored to be in Doctor Strange. He's also rumored to be a, a villain in Doctor Strange. Oh. I, I think something's that. going on with the Norn Stones, and I think that is part of how Doctor Strange gets pulled into some extra-dimensional I mean, warfare. So, uh, so he's there kind of as, as the conduit through, by which they're going to kind of... I think so. Um, I think that's what's going on. I think so. I think he's doing <clears throat> some stuff in the background that the Avengers will need to... Well, the two teams will fight over how to handle it. So I mean, uh, I'm so interested to know what's going to happen with yeah because I mean you do you've got Avengers and you got New Avengers and then things get real like weird like I mean you've got the Thunderbolts you know and you've got the oh, villains dude, being heroes series, and like be awesome I mean that was the '90s so for much. you the '90s were confusing yeah I don't know what that voice is it just, <laughs> just came confusing. out that was so confusing. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to throw that out I there. Mean, it's not I, big news. We all kind of already knew about yeah, it, but, yeah. you know, throw it out there. And again, with Zemo, you have the, uh, nice consequence of still, like, World War II is haunting him because mm-hmm. Zemo's father, or they might make it his grandfather to yeah. deal with the, the decades that have now passed since then, was one of the major, uh, Nazis in, yeah. in that Captain America face. So yeah. you can still have that legacy. Maybe he's more of a political player now and he's helping. Makes sense. Create this anti superhuman re- registration act. He ran, he ran for Senate with a, uh, with a purple hood. With the purple hood. <laughs> Somehow he got voted. He must be charming to win a Senate seat with that. Someone's saying hood. Civil War will feature Black Panther. It will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have that confirmed, right? It wasn't I think still it's confirmed. confirmed. Yeah, I think it's confirmed. Maybe it's we, not like 100% confirmed, but it's pretty well in It seems pretty way, way on. Yeah, it's, it seems like everyone's pretty well aware of it. it. I think the big thing was that everyone thought he was going to, uh, that Black Panther was going to take Peter Parker's role until they were like, oh, by the way, we got Peter Parker. So, right. Yeah, I think so. I think he's definitely in Civil War, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, um, do we have any casting rumors and for Civil War? Yeah, for no, for yeah. Like, who's going to play Thor? Thor? Do we know or Captain America? Have we, have we figured those out yet? Uh, I think it's uh, Chadwick Bos- Bosman is playing Black Panther. That was announced uh, last year, I think. Like, oh, le- no, October, whenever they had the Marvel event, I think. So, uh, anyway, Age of Ultron. Uh, when yeah. are we seeing it? I'm, I'm seeing it tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it tonight. So I've already bought my tickets. Uh, I'm going to like an 11:15. Oh, that's awesome! The, the, yep. And I'm going to a 21 plus uh, oh, screening. All right, oh, well, well done. Nice. I was like, uh, not that I well don't love done. kids, but I'm not really interested in you right now for this one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Sizzler, what about you? When are you going? Uh, it depends because I've got I've got a couple of my best friends coming into town this weekend. So are like, they coming they, in from the New York? No, no, one, one's coming in from, uh, San Jose, and one is, she, she actually doesn't have, like, a permanent home right now. She's sort of, yeah. like, a semi-retired, so she's just nice. enjoying traveling around, consulting back nice. and forth. Um, but yeah, so, they, they take priority with me, cause yeah. it's, it's my Makes pals. Sense. You know? nice. so if they want to see the movie, awesome, we'll probably we see go. it Friday night. If they, if they would rather, like, grab dinner and go to Disneyland or something, we'll do that. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm likely not seeing it later than Sunday or Monday. 
Yeah, um, good because you, you know. have to see it by next week. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> that's so, the statute of limitations, we're gonna, we're gonna and then it. and yeah. Yeah. I'd be surprised if there's a statute of limitations of three days on this one. Like, <laughs> yeah, we've got people yeah. already. Talking well, I just about I just already last week. And I just won't be on Twitter. What I what I know I've got to avoid is I'm going to get a lot of text questions starting tonight. With, yep. Can you explain this? <laughs> Yeah. So, so you need to sort of publish something and let everybody know. No one ever reads everything I publish. Like, what? there's going to be some I, like friend or ex who is just sure. like, oh, just I'll contact a, him at two a.m. I'm sure he's seen it three weeks ago because well, he got send advanced. Send a text to everybody you know. I'm That's everybody that. in your phone. <laughs> How much does this mean to you, Alan? Uh, Corey yeah. Jandro says Avengers is a pretty good film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I already right. told him he can uh, what he can do with that information. Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I I will be seeing it with uh, my lovely fiance and a couple other friends tomorrow night. Matt Mercer and Marisha. We're going to El Capitan at eight yeah. fifteen, where they've got like the whole like they've got displays downstairs and like there's, I almost there's bought a no ticket. better place to see I, a, di- a Marvel movie than oh, El yeah. Capitan. It's so I, fun. I had uh, I've got something else going on tonight, which is why I have to go to the later showing. Yeah. It's like ArcLight has showing starting at like six or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But somebody uh, posted on a site that they were selling their ticket to today's El Capitan double feature, <gasps> where you watch oh, both we, movies. We thought about doing and that. And you get like a, a bucket and a cup that are both like memorable or whatever. Yeah, and like unlimited metallic. refills. Yeah. And I was just like, and he was selling it at face value for thirty bucks. And I was like, thirty dollars. I've got things I have to do, but I should probably. Yes, no, Justin, do the things you have yeah. to do first. I'll responsible you adult. Thing. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, very... uh, real quick, uh, what are you excited about in Age of Ultron? Uh, Vision, honestly, Vision's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm also excited just just on the little bit we've seen on him. Quicksilver is cracking me up. Quicksilver like, looks if, fun. If he's if he keeps that same appeal throughout the movie, I'm gonna dig it. I'm gonna dig like, oh, you're such a dick. Keep yeah. talking. Cool. Like, yeah. Justin. Uh, I'm looking forward to more of, like, the the arguments between, you know, the stuff that's leading up to Civil War yeah. with, with Cap and RDJ, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that stuff. I, yeah. I'm always, like, you know, they're both on the right, but they're both, you know, for different reasons. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing the team fall apart like it does and then yeah. come back together. Yeah. Right. Erica. I love the way that Joss Whedon handles ensemble dialogue. Yeah. The way that everybody interacts. You know all the characters very well. You know how they're going to interact and it's just a treat to watch them talk together. So even, not even any of the superhero-y stuff. These could, these are just really well-defined characters that are going to have, I'm going to watch and they're going to have a great time talking. Yeah. So, just all the ensemble My turn. stuff. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, Doctor Strange because I I just know I just know he's going to be the cameo. I just know yeah. I just know he's a mid credit scene. I just know yeah. I feel it. Okay. I think I you're probably it. right. In I which feel ca- it. And in, in, if if that's how it turns out, I would be very excited for that yeah. too. Yeah. But uh, I'm also excited for like they they do such a fun job of all the Easter eggs that they throw in there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know like every like, little di- like every little thing that has a name on it. You're like oh I know that name. Yeah. But uh, like they they do so well and they've they've turned it into a science now where they're like oh now we're like we're telling you about this movie and this movie and this movie that's coming like three movies from now like they do that so well and I'm excited to see what information they're throwing out like what new information they're giving us to entice us for the next film right. it's weird I can't just sit and enjoy the present I have to look forward to the, f- well, forward to the future when you've got a schedule that's like ten years long it's yeah, hard to true. not look yeah. forward true. to the future anymore like it's crazy how how we now have these lists of like oh this is a movie that's coming out in ten years yeah I'm yeah. excited about it <laughs> what I can't wait for any humans in five years people can yeah. get hit by a bus tomorrow and we're planning <laughs> yeah. movies for ten years from yeah now yeah the shoot is nine Priorities, months someone's man. gonna have a baby yeah. yeah baby production baby uh, so real quick uh, uh, Agent Carter we will know if that's getting a second season in three weeks <gasps> Haley 
Haley Atwell at uh, C2E2 this week said uh, she's not she doesn't know, but she, along with the rest of the world, shouldn't have an answer in like three or four weeks. So hoping that, uh, cross your hoping. fingers. The last the last I read, there was like a sixty percent chance. So it's almost that's not good enough. I think with as well as they're doing right now, I don't see them not. Yeah, it's so good. It's such a, it's good, such show. a good show. I rarely I mean, take the time to watch TV in that way, and I'm such a fan of it. They need this. And, I, like, you know, they need to justify them not having a Black Widow movie on the slate right now. I, I think the Agent Carter did need a little bit of, of tighter writing, and there were moments that were a little insider baseball for, for casual viewers. Yeah. But the personalities, the humor, just just the general atmosphere was so yeah, much fun so and made fun. up for all yeah. that. So yeah. hopefully it will get a second season. It's I think... I personally think it will. I think that ABC is kind of like excited about all the Marvel stuff that's coming through oh, with absolutely. the slate that they've gotten, all the heat that they've got right now. So right. they're already planning a spinoff show. They're probably going to renew Agents of Shield. I think like Agent Carter will get like another mid-season thing. I, yeah, per- I, 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 I think, think so. currently right now with his with the buzz that is going on, I don't think you know yeah. we have movies that are being made that are sequels and remakes of movies just because the movie made money and it's yeah. like oh well let's just make another one. Yeah, uh, I think I so think ABC would be not very intelligent to say oh you you want to do another like eight to ten episode mid-season show? Nah. No, we're not going to. I think it's it would a safe be, yeah. bet for them. Uh, I think so. And if it comes back, what are some things you guys would hope to see on it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, the the thing is, like, would it be in the fifties? Like, because this was like right after the war, so this is like late forties. So, like, I, would they jump well, ahead this, in this time? This was like, even late forties. It's still mid forties. Like, this yeah, is, this was forty six. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I think they would probably jump to the 50s, and I think we'd probably see S.H.I.E.L.D. has already been kind of made. I, I think well, we'd right, probably deal this... a little bit with, like, Hydra. Like, we'd probably see Hydra's infiltrating the ranks and them, like, almost figuring it out. I would love to see that. Like, I would love to see how, like, Arnim Zola got his, like, tentacles in S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that would be interesting. Oh, yeah. I would like Dude. to see more Golden Age characters show up. Cause you you can, mean, like, can... the original Human Torch? Though they can't use him, because Fox... Do they own uh, the original? Do they? What was the name of the doesn't doctor matter. who created him? Doesn't, uh, Phineas Horton. Yeah, do they own him? No, which is why there's a reference to the original Human Torch in Captain America the First Avenger yeah. when he goes to the World's yeah, Fair. Yeah, where he's in the World Fair. Right, yeah. there's panning and you can see so there's a glass case that says the synthetic man, Phineas T. Horton's synthetic man. Oh. Yeah. But they can't call him Human Torch or have a character that erupts in flame in that yeah. way because that belongs to Fox. Yeah. So weird. So you can have an android named Jim Hammond who doesn't go on fire. That's so funny. But no. But I mean, you could you could bring up so many other characters like the Destroyer. You could bring up the Blazing Skull. Uh, Jason Lasoya saying Agents of Atlas be kind of fun. That was a fun series. That would be fun. I like that series. Yeah. And that, that, that took place in the fifties. Anyway, we need to get going. We need to go. Uh, Netflix is talking to Ryan Philip Philippe Philippe Philippe, Philippe. 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 Uh, for an undisclosed Netflix role. And the rumor is that it's uh, the rumor is that it's Iron Fist. Yeah. He he could be Danny Rand. He really could. Like, yeah. uh, there there. Look look, that could be Danny Rand. He's a he's a good looking man. That he's Ryan a good looking man. I, mean, I don't see him as like a kung fu expert, but you get enough training. You get enough can training. Like a, yeah. and, a, and some good and you stunt get, doubles. Oh, speaking of speaking of uh, Koi, uh, I'm a I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone. So correct, uh, tell me not to on the uh, live live chat here if I'm not supposed to, but. Uh, we, I like how you're saying that. I mean, there's no way he's going to tell you no before no, you say no, it. No, I know. I know. Uh, but uh, uh, we have the stunt double from uh, Daredevil yes. coming on our show next week. 
Yes. To talk Whoa. about Age of Ultron. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It, he uh, he's coming on our show to 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 get excited about Age of Ultron what's, with us. What's, what's on our, funny our Age of Ultron spoiler special. Talking about last week is that me and Koi are both friends with different stunt doubles that were on Daredevil. Really? Yeah. I, my friend was also uh, a stunt double uh, on Daredevil. So yeah. Who who is he a stunt double for? He, Daredevil. He was a, like the whole like hallway fight scene. That was him. Yeah. That hallway dough. Yeah. That that hallway dough. That hallway dough. But but on top of that, he was he was Captain America stand in in the elevator scene and Winter Soldier like, and he's probably going to be in Civil War. Like yeah. So we're going to have that Koi guy. Said ninety eight percent sexy. Gosh. Yes. Cool. And uh, Koi, are we also going to get the other guest because we have a second guest? Uh, and you never confirm with me like I told you to. It's so <laughs> it's so weird because I wanted to pitch all Koi out internationally on YouTube. Yeah, right? that's what you get when you're in another country. And you don't call home Koi. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him, but I'm in Africa. Right, is well, what we, Koi says. We have, we have a second. Oh, we have a are second you in guest. Africa? <laughs> we have a second guest that we're Who's hoping to have. We didn't know. Guest, it's a secret. I can't. I can't say, but it would be really, really cool. Yeah, it would be really it's cool. It's me. Aww. It's Alan Kissel. We're gonna me. have Alan Kissel. That's yeah. exciting. Yes, I tripped in one uh, scene, and they had to pay me as a stunt double. <laughs> That's how the union works. Uh, so, but do we like Ryan Philippe as uh, Danny Rand? Yeah, I, I mean, what, what was I, the last I, thing he did? I, what was the last not, big role that he? Uh, okay, he I have did? not seen Deep. him in a movie since Cruel Intentions. I was about to so say I, Cruel I, Intentions. I've lost is, track. Yeah, honestly. I, I don't mind. <laughs> sure, what is, else? He has worked Come since on, Cruel Intentions, guys. Uh, if only one of us had a computer in front of us. Okay, I know he was another stuff like Stop Loss and like The Lincoln Lawyer. Apparently, he was in. Oh, I don't know that um, one. But I heard Stop like, Loss was good. And yeah. I, I haven't seen any of the other movies he's been in since the 90s. Like, yeah. And that was when he was just, like, the teen yeah, it's, heartthrob. It's weird when right? I saw, like, I saw the news, like, oh, they're talking to Ryan Philippe. I was like, they are? That, and then I looked at him, I'm like, oh, he could, be, he could be Danny Rand. I could see that. He but- was, hey, he was in MacGruber. Oh, was he? Yes, he was. He was All in right, MacGruber. Well, then he's so, obviously, my, and, and the Bang Bang Club and Flags of Our Fathers, I Forgot that was a movie. Oh, Crash. I forgot. He was in Crash. Oh, he was in Crash. And he was in Gosford yeah. Park. And Playing by Heart, which I didn't see. And I know what you did last summer, which I did see in protest. In in protest? In protest? I, I didn't want to, I didn't under, want to see it. Under, under protest. Under, under duress, duress, I should okay. say. Yes. All right. Yes. So say, I don't think you understand I, how protesting no. works. <laughs> Typically, you don't give the company yeah. your money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what you do You know, protest. I'm against picketing, but don't know how to show it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's the, that's that uh, news, right? I I, w- I did have in my own fan casting Osric Chow from from Supernatural for Danny Rand. I'm not familiar. I, I've he's, only seen the first season of Supernatural. Uh, yeah. he, he, I don't watch it on a regular basis. I watch it very sporadically. But I saw this guy several times, and he's just got he's got a, a dry wit to him that I really liked. He's a youngish looking guy, and and also yeah, I I I'm openly about let's not have everyone in Marvel movies be a white dude. Yeah. So, so I was just thinking like Osric Chow. I'm certainly not against Ryan Felipe if if they choose yeah. him. He's he's good. Yeah, I think. But that was my own fan casting was Osric Chow. Uh, he he looks like Danny Rand to me. That's like the first. No, I, had, I hear you. So I hear you. Uh, let's go to the fans real quick. Uh, by the way, uh, thank you so much for all your five star ratings and comments on uh, on iTunes. We told you last week that uh, if you gave us five stars, we would mention you on the show. And we had a lot of people give us five stars. Oh, so buckle up. Bribery. <laughs> We've got War Machine 5 saying uh, Marvel fans unite. Uh, he gave us five stars. I, Maggie, calls us knowledgeable hosts. Thank you. Kyak, says that we are pure awesomeness. Uh, Zeke colon 24 says that we're the best 
ever. Two periods. Thank you. Just uh, in general. Yeah. <laughs> just in general. Not even yeah. at the show. We're just the best Yeah, we're ever. just the yeah. best. We, yeah. Uh, a Prowi a says that we have a great show. MMPR Calabama says that we he they can't get enough of us. Uh, Michigan Wolverine says that uh, we are one of the best Marvel podcasts available. Uh, G-Touch52 uh, uh, drives a ton every week, and we keep, we keep them going. Uh, Bun Papa says that we are encased in tomfoolery. Oh, that's my favorite Isn't one. that? That's a good one, right? To be encased in tomfoolery. I got a nice, <laughs> this is a tomfoolery jacket. You no, know, I know. And that shirt's so filled delicious. with tomfoolery. Uh, uh, Roxy24 says that they are mostly into DC, but that they love getting to uh, know all this new information about characters they didn't know much about through oh, us. Yeah. That, that makes me feel like we're doing our job right. Uh, not PSU student calls us an essential show to listen to or watch if you're a Marvel fan. I hate this freaking app. Uh, doesn't like the app, but they uh, they say they love our enthusiasm. Uh, more IRO9 say uh, says that they look forward to a new episode every week. And Steve Stevo827 says if you're looking for a podcast filled with passionate people talking about what they love. I would seriously recommend this a hundred times over. Boom! Well done. Right? Yeah. You got through all of them. I got through all of I'm them, bro. I'm proud of you. Dude, I, that, it took me an hour to write all that out. Yeah. We have a lot of good fans. Thank you. So thank you so much for doing all of that. We appreciate it. Give us uh, Continue to do that because it keeps us coming back to you. So our question of the week last week was, if you could replace uh, the entire Fantastic Four with animals, what would they be? <laughs> right. Uh, so here they are real quick. Uh, Tommaso Imo says the Fantastic Four... Uh, Mr. Fan- Fantastic uh, Insect, so stick insect, uh, Invisible Womanatee, the Orangutan, and uh, the Hummingbird Torch. Uh, Jeremy Long says, Mr. Fantastic is a lemur, Invisible Woman is a doe, a deer, a female deer, Thing is an elephant, Human Torch is a falcon, Doctor Doom is a timberwolf, Mole Man is a mole, surprise, uh, Black Panther is a panther, another surprise, Claw is a rock lobster. Uh, Alicia Masters like is a blind it. cat. Yeah, I like here's, here's my favorite though. Herbie, he included Herbie, which is the biggest reason he made the list, Jeremy, uh, is an adorable lost puppy. And I can see that. Herbie's an adorable lost puppy. Uh, Gavin Syme says Thing is an ape. Uh, Mr. Fantastic is one of those stupid looking octopuses. Aww. Invisible Woman, a chameleon, Human Torch is a Tasmanian devil. I just want to know, like, what stupid looking octopus is he talking yeah. about? Like those, stu- like, like he sounds like he's so mad at an octopus. Like those stupid looking octopuses. Uh, stupid uh, octopuses. and then the last one is ja- Jasper Yules, uh, Elwes, who, uh, says, can we do this for the hosts instead? Matt is a majestic lion. Meredith is a fantastical unicorn. And Koi is a penguin because penguins. Dude, penguins are stylish. Yeah. Dude, I love they penguins. They are the best dressed animals in society. Yeah. So, uh, the tuxes. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know. I like I like I like Jasper, but I don't know if we can vote for him because he didn't do the Fantastic Four. Can we vote for him if he didn't do Fantastic Four? If he did the host instead? I have no opinion on the matter. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you, you were mentioned? Yeah. Yes. I, I was not mentioned yeah, either. Like what, what None of us were mentioned. So it's all on you. I'm not Jasper even here. Points. No, Jasper, you get points with me. So I was I, sitting on the couch. You were sitting on the couch. <laughs> Jasper could have included us. No, 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 no. The couch is obviously off limits for the cool people. <laughs> Uh, so, do you want to go with uh, uh, Tommaso, Jeremy, or Gavin? Uh, I mean, the, I like. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I love puns. I, I so. was about to say the same. So, Tommaso yeah. Imo. Yeah, the, the Tommaso puns, Imo. You win. The puns take it forward. You. You're always gonna get my vote if you come up with some good puns. Uh, Tommaso, you win. Uh, you win the bragging rights for the week. But Jasper, you have a place in my heart. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> making me a majestic lion. Uh, also, a uh, fun game that we uh, that we put up on our Facebook. 
if you've already seen Age of Ultron, give us a spoiler-free review with only four words or a spoiler-free haiku. And uh, I went through and chose a couple of those. Michael Rozek said, bigger, better, badder, faster. Uh, Olanigan Ibrahim says, big, character-driven badassery. Uh, Alex Duthie says, Bettany is worthy. Amazeballs. Uh, one word. Uh, Tommaso Imo, here he, he's back again. Uh, he wrote a haiku. Heroes in the snow, cold hands, claw their hearts. A vision is born. Oh, okay. Boom. See, that guy right? knows what he's doing. Right? I like this guy. Uh, and Whoever then, you are. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was the middle line? That's the last seven syllables. Uh-oh. Five, seven, five, cold right? hands claw their hearts. Oh, you're right. Oh, that ain't a haiku, son. The, the Asian judge has judged you. Sorry, man. Is born. It, it's close. It's close. Now wait, uh, wait. No, no. Oh, this doesn't no count in a haiku. Now? This is oh, no. no. This is anarchy. This is not a game. Don't this is not for. This is not for. This isn't for this isn't for bragging rights. This is just for mentioning that, and having a fun I, game. I suppose. So, yeah, right. Tommaso, yeah, I guess right. you need it to was, add two syllables to your I middle had two line. Syllables. I'm sorry, it it's beautiful. Nice. Otherwise, it was very nice. Yeah. Uh, Eric Scugan says, uh, "Didn't see that coming?" Question mark. And Ben Duff says, "It was pretty good. High tension, action, and fights. Guardians wins though." So, I had included Ben. Ben Duff had no, I love, I love, I love some so, Ben Dunn. I love. Uh, no, Ben Duff, not Ben Dunn. Oh, ben I think Duff. Said, oh. Ben Duff. Ben Duff. Ben Duff. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, that's our show. That's it. Do you guys, awesome. Uh, Age of Ultron, any other thoughts? Anything you want to close with? Anything you want to plug? Uh, just that I'm so excited that I'm going to be seeing it before both of you. So, <laughs> just get out. Uh, looking for it. I'm going to be there. Actually, cool. mine starts at 11 and yours is 11.15. Oh. So, so, I believe I will be one seeing it first favor. on this table. Uh, text me spoilers while I'm in the movie. Uh, <laughs> I will. Go for it. I'm like, have you gotten to the part where blah, blah, blah happens? And I'm going to be like, yes, I have. And people are looking at me. So quit texting <laughs> me. Quit texting me. I'm in a movie, jerk. <laughs> I'm in a movie. You knew I was in here. Uh, you've, got a geek, you've got a geek and center show, right? I do. You want to pitch that real um, quick? Yeah. I have a show from 7 to 9 on the Geek and Sundry Twitch. Uh, it's called The Concession Stand. And we talk about movies and geek news. It's yeah. a lot of fun, Good. and I dance a lot. I don't get to do uh, any dancing on this show because we have is, to make you. We make you yeah, sit down. Yeah, my yeah, it's hard because my feet don't touch the bottom. I I I, I would actually like to stand up when I do the show, but then my head would be cut off by the uh, camera. Yeah. No yeah. one would ever see me. So. But uh, yeah, watch the concession stand on Twitch seven All right. nine through Geek and Sundry. Awesome. Yeah. Anything with uh, you or uh, Kissler? Yeah. So this weekend, uh, we uh, my new house team, you and Jefferson, over yeah. at Nerdist uh, School, yeah. is going to be performing our first show. Uh, awesome. Good so nice. looking forward to that. That's going to be Sunday night, uh, 7-ish. Yeah. Uh, it's a full school night. And uh, actually, the two of us, uh, I, I just joined a new team yeah. uh, called the show our, that shall not be named. He's on our Harry Potter improv team. It's a Harry Potter-themed improv team. So I'll be performing with this lovely lady soon. Nice. Alan? Uh, uh, you can find my works at alankistler.com. You can also check me out on Twitter at sizzlerkistler. And uh, see me here next week to talk about Age of Age Ultron. Of Ultron yeah. yeah. All right. Do you guys nice. want to play a quick game before we take uh, go on? Like, Dude, let, let's let that, do sure. it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. Pick pick one, Erica. <gasps> this is this will be the last thing we do because we didn't do it last week. We got to do it. I know. We got to do it. Yeah. I and now you're sitting next to it. Oh look. Oh, Rogue. Rogue. And it's an original Jim Lee X Men wow. card. Wow. What'd you get? What'd you get? Ooh, Omega Red. Ooh, that's actually like a fight that's happened. Yeah. uh, X-Men number four, I think, 
And uh, with, well, I mean, she was tamed up with Wolverine. But uh, so, what do you think? Omega Red versus Rogue. Who's winning? Uh, and it's, give it's, the, it's Rogue from the, the early '90s, so she's still got her Miss Marvel. Okay, powers. then I'm giving yeah. the I'm giving the edge to Rogue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, agree. She can do long distance attacks. Ah, man, I love Omega Red though. He's so I know, mean. Right? He's, good, he's but... so mean. And his like his power on here is like his fighting ability is a seven, guys, and that's as high as it can go. But so Rogue can pick yeah. up a really big rock and throw, and throw it at it ninety out. miles an hour. Yeah, or faster. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll. I'll, I'll Does it say this. his first appearance, X Men number four? Uh, first appearance, X Men number six. Number six. Oh, no, no. First appearance, X Men number four. The Boom. quote was from uh, X Men number six. Uh, uh, Nicely nice. done, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, that has been our show. Uh, thank you so much for joining in. Special thanks to our prize sponsor, Wizard World Conventions. Uh, Al and I were in Vegas this last uh, weekend with Wizard World, and it was awesome. I actually have some new toys that I'm going to bring in next week, and a new shirt that I'm going to wear. Uh, but I wanted to wait for the Age of Ultron show to bring it all in. Uh, but that's all thanks to Wizard World. So uh, we're pop culture comes to life wizard world uh they've got minneapolis may 1st 2nd and 3rd then they're going to philadelphia may 7th 8th 9th and 10th which is a big one with david Tennant and billy piper and Haley atwell and a lot of other guests uh there uh then they're on to st louis after that for uh may 22nd 23rd and 24th uh please don't forget to subscribe to our show on itunes marvel movie news rate us leave us a comment if you do that and you give us five stars we'll read you next week uh watch us through uh youtube on uh popcorn talk network comment thumbs up keep us coming back to you find us on facebook marvel movie news like us and uh, you can find us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN. That's been our show. I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. I'm Erica Ishi at Samurai Erica. I am Justin Baker at Acts for Food. I'm Alan Kistler at Sizzler Kistler. All right, that's our show. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.